everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. I am in the podcast studio with today's Devo writer, Susie Feldman. Oh, it's so good to be here with you, Emma. You are one of my favorite people. You <laughs> and all you gals just inspire me and just encourage me so much. Well, thank you. I'm I'm so glad to be here with you. We serve together in women's Bible study, but for those who don't know you, they haven't had the privilege of meeting you, would you just share a tiny bit about how you came to know the Lord, how long you've been walking with Jesus? Mm, Emma, I am just a Born and raised Christian girl, can't even remember precisely the time that I accepted Christ, probably at camp when I was a little girl. And uh, But you know what? In my teen and college years, I was very attracted to the shiny new penny of, I was just mm. sure something looked more interested than those laws of God, and mm. walked away. And um, God was so faithful to me when I was not faithful to Him, uh, when I was wondering um he just kept his hand on my back and walked me right back to him and has just—I've been under his wing ever since and am gratefully uh, been a member of this church community since about 2007 when my kids brought me to this church. They said, Mama, we want to go to Watermark, and that's how we got here. <laughs> and you have—remind me how many kids? I have three kids. Three kids. Okay. They're all grown-ups now. Yes. Okay. <laughs> that's what I thought. All right. Well, I say we just jump right in. How's that sound? Yes. Okay. Acts 4, there's a lot here. Susie, give us an overview of of this chapter. Hopefully everybody's read it. If they haven't, pause it and read or come back to it after. Overview. So we open up, and this is the uh, book of Acts, and so the Pentecost has recently occurred, and the Holy Mm -hmm. Spirit has um, been made manifest here on earth and dwelling, indwelling in um, God's people, and Peter and John— going about the community, have come upon a beggar and healed him, or Jesus has healed him, and um, in the name of Jesus. And then Peter decides to um, seize this opportunity and go into the temple and preach. And while he's in the temple preaching, the uh, authorities in the temple, their political and legal authorities, mm-hmm. come in and arrest Peter and John, and they question them. And so this sets up chapter 4. Um, it's basically four scenes. We've got these two ordinary men, Peter and John. They've been preaching in the temple, preaching of the promise of eternal life, um, and which we also see in chapter 11 of the book of John, where John records yes. that Jesus promises eternal life um, to Martha right when her brother Lazarus has died, and they're so sad. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're also seeing miracles performed in their community now only in the powerful name of Jesus. And so what's interesting about these men is they are so certain of their truth um, that there is salvation in no one else other than Jesus. That's what 412 tells us. Um, I ask myself, how do they have this bold certainty? And we see that right there in Acts 4, verse 8, and it says, Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them. That's it. Hmm. They're filled with the Holy Spirit. That is their source. That is their secret sauce. And that's what brought me to this chapter, honestly. Tell me more about that. Why Acts chapter 4? Why'd you pick this passage? I originally came to this passage in this chapter um, because I was doing a study on prayer. 
I serve in a Thursday night women's Bible study and was preparing to lead prayer for amongst the women leaders on Thursday nights. And so I had really focused in on this chapter and specifically the response of the believers after uh, Peter and John had suffered this um, discrimination at the hands of the political and religious leaders. Peter and John came in back to their folks, and the very first thing they did after hearing what had happened to them was they lifted their voice in prayer together to God. Corporate prayer was a fundamental of the lives of these early believers. Um, it was, they, they were in 424, it tells us that this is the fuel. This was what created this environment of prevailing corporate prayer among this community of believers. And so it was my goal for our community to ask the Holy Spirit to come into our presence and to bring into bring to us that same great boldness and desire to preach the word via the indwelling, the filling of the Holy Spirit that they that these early believers experienced. What we want in Thursday Night Women's Bible Study is also a life-shaping, practice-shaping work of the Holy Spirit. We want to experience a modern-day spiritual renewal. I And I'm going to call it revival, but I mean it more in—I mean it like in the vitality, a human flourishing in our community. Sure. So that our believers, so that this vitality among our believers would— be just a witness to the world, a witness to the women in our community and in our Bible study, and that God would use us so that Thursday Women's Bible Study would be praying for its women to come to know the Lord and to come to have a closer um, relationship with Christ. Mm. I love that, Susie. I think you're modeling something. Uh, As you were talking, I was just looking at these scriptures you just pointed out, and I think you're modeling something that's sometimes really hard to do, and that's making prayer our first line of defense, the first thing we want, we run to. And so what I noticed as you were speaking, I'm, I'm looking at verse 24 that you just called out. When they heard it, they lifted up their voices together to God. When they heard it, they, they didn't go eat, go out to eat with their friends and then get to prayer later or wait till Sunday rolled around to go to church. When they heard this news, which was that their friends— had been in this meeting with the religious and uh, political officials, and they're they're threatening them, but they release them, and they get this news, and their initial reaction is, we should pray. And they prayed for boldness, Emma. They didn't immediately go to self-preservation. Mm-hmm. They prayed for more. Yeah. They said, they said, hey, we're being treated just the same way Jesus was. What, you know, yes. of course we should expect that. Give us give us, give more, us more boldness. Give Lord. us more boldness. Why do you think we—that's not our—I I'm, I'm, I mean, for me, I'll speak for myself. That's not my first reaction. My first reaction going into a situation that's uncomfortable, stretching, challenging, is, God, would you protect me? Um, God, would you give me favor? God, would you help me to not be anxious? Which, those aren't bad things to pray, but boldness isn't typically my number one. I'm guessing I'm I'm not alone in that. Oh yeah. Why do you We're think We're all in there with you. Why do you think that is? <sighs> Human nature. Mm-hmm. Um 
pride, lack of faith. Yeah. I mean, afraid of— Yeah, fear. That's fear. the first yeah. thing that came to my yeah. mind. Fear of man. Yeah, fear of man uh, over fear of God. Yeah. Okay, that's good. So how do you how do you combat that? So I'm reading this, and I'm, I'm like, I'm convicted because that should be my number one. And a lot of times it's not. What do I—I I mean, obviously repent, but how do I make prayer for boldness? You've just spent a lot of time studying prayer. How do I make praying for boldness— a regular part of my my prayer life? Hmm. Well, I think the part of the model here is community. Hmm. Um, they are a community of believers of that are of one mind, and they are reminding each other persistently, you know, accountable to each other for this, this um, unified mission. Hmm. Um, and uh, and also just humbling ourselves. God. Show me, show me where, show me where I am not um, yielding to you in your will and your desire. Show me where my pride and fear is standing in the way of whatever it is. So, um, a yielding heart and faithful Christian community. So good. I think we're almost out of time. Yes, are we out of time? We are out of time. But Susie, thank you so much for being here and sharing. I'm, I'm so grateful for your insights and, and what God's been teaching you through His Word. And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.